On this day, solemnity of Saint Joseph, husband of the Blessed Virgin Mary, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Each year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Feast of Passover, and when he was twelve years old, they went up according to the festival custom. After they had completed its days, as they were returning, the boy Jesus remained behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Thinking that he was in the caravan, they journeyed for a day and looked for him among their relatives and acquaintances, but, not finding him, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions, and all who heard him were astounded at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. He went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Today is the solemnity of Saint Joseph, the spouse of the Virgin Mary. Saint Joseph had the great privilege to hold the child in his arms, to talk face to face, heart to heart, with Jesus. This is not explicitly stated in the Word of God, but do you have any doubt it was so? There are many, many things that the Word of God doesn't say, but this doesn't mean they didn't happen. Sometimes it isn't necessary to say what's obvious. How wonderful the relationship between them, Jesus and Joseph, Joseph and Jesus, must have been. Saint Joseph is always presented as being obedient, as being faithful to the Word of God. Saint Joseph never wanted to shine, never wanted to stand out. On the contrary, he always liked silence and anonymity, so much so that there are no words of his in the Gospel, only actions, only gestures, his own life. In fact, he spoke. He spoke a lot, but he spoke with his actions, with his life. Can you believe that a person from whom we know no words is the greatest saint of all? How amazing! What a great teaching! But we sometimes go out of our way to speak and speak, to say or to write one thing or the other, what will actually help, what will transform, what will persuade others will be our own life. Hence the well-known phrase, your life may be the only gospel some people will ever read. In a world that bends over backwards to show off, to attract attention, 
to get others to notice what they do, in a church that sometimes, unintentionally, lapses into the excessive desire to be taken into account. Saint Joseph teaches us the way of silence and anonymity. What do you remember from the people who left an imprint of your life? Their words or their gestures and actions? You'll surely remember some phrase, something nice they said, but what is it that stuck with you? What do you think your son, your daughter, your student, your friends would recall from you? Think about it. What do you think they will remember? Our children watch us much more than they listen to us. Jesus, for sure, watched Joseph much more than he listened to him. In fact, we could say that watching someone is also a way of listening to them, and when what we see is in line with what we hear, it becomes engraved on our heart. Joseph must have spoken very little, and must have never said anything he didn't confirm with his life. The opposite sometimes happens to us. We harp on about things that we can't live up to, and so what we say never stays in other people's hearts. It may be better to start the other way round and live first, and only then, if necessary, speak. Preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. Saint Francis of Assisi is said to have told his brethren. How wonderful to picture Jesus enjoying his father's presence on earth. How wonderful it must have been to see Jesus learn not so much from Joseph's speeches, but from his daily obedience to the word of God. That's what we need to learn every day, within our family, within our groups, in our communities, in the church. We should stop speaking so much and living the gospel more fully, interpreting, pondering over it, tasting it, and putting it into practice. We should stop saying what everyone ought to do, while we do nothing to be holy. We should stop sorting out all the world's problems with our words, while we are unable to give up our lives when it's necessary. Let's learn from Saint Joseph's silence and obedience. Let's learn that what we will leave behind is more what we did than what we said, because love is shown more in deeds than in words, as Saint Ignatius used to say. God is thirsty for us to be thirsty of Him, so that in loving Him we should love others. He is not thirsty for us to talk a lot. He must be tired of so many words. He is thirsty of us loving Him with our own life. Something in today's glimpse of the Gospel is, without saying it, further evidence that Mary and Joseph learned day by day to be obedient to the Word of God, to the Word of Jesus, even when they didn't fully understand what was going on. This happens to us at critical times in life, but we should learn to experience it every day, 
in every situation. A lady who was living her last days on earth, who was aware that her life was gradually coming to an end, told me something like this when I asked her what she was feeling. I'm ready to do God's will. One doesn't argue with God. He knows what the right time is. How wonderful to hear something like this. How wonderful it is when everything we preach in the church, what we priests, you and I, preach every day, suddenly becomes realized in the life of a person who says it and does it. I picture Saint Joseph like this, like a man of peace, with a modest heart. An upright, strong man, but a humble and honest man, with a giant heart to love Mary and Jesus, a heart always open to accept mystery and ignorance, but full of trust. May his intercession obtain for us what God may choose to grant us on this special day, and his sanctity drive us to always desire to do our Father's will. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.